She struggles to find time in her day to swap hats among the numerous ones she wears. Wife, caregiver, employee, mother, taxi driver, housekeeper, volunteer, teacher, neighbor, chef, counselor, friend. And as she fights to catch her breath between all her duties, she is bombarded with conflicting messages every time she turns on the TV, fixes dinner, runs on her treadmill, or sits down to a meeting at work. These messages attempt to define where she fits in the world, as well as her relationships, her spirituality, and her very identity as a woman. She struggles to feel beautiful when she's probably not the super fit woman the media portrays as ideal. Intimacy eludes her and the feeling of being unprotected overwhelms her in a generation ravaged by the breakdown of the family. She wrestles with loneliness in an age that has lost the art of mentoring. She is confused in trying to figure out what it means to be truly feminine amidst the feminist messages screaming all around her. Purity of both body and mind is a battle for the married as well as the unmarried and the younger as well as the older woman when sex sells and the world treats it so casually. She finds physical, emotional, and spiritual boundaries rare or non-existent. Purpose is difficult to discover in a time that glorifies worldly success and downplays faithfulness to family, friends, and God. And freedom is tough to find even for the woman who has fought to overcome past hurts and baggage. It's no wonder she struggles. Maybe you've read books, listened to talk shows, or joined Bible studies to find answers to the dilemma of the modern woman. Whatever the case, you know what it's like to be her, right? Like every other woman alive today, you have a lot on your plate. You want to be your best, give and get the most from life. But just what does that mean? And how do you accomplish those things? Women are crying out for answers that today's culture simply isn't giving. Fortunately, we can know where to find the truth about what it means to be a modern woman. And in that truth, we're sure to discover the help we're all looking for in this adventure called life. Before we dive into the heart of this subject, let's back up for a minute. We, as its authors, see this book as a journey a coming together of sisters from different walks and backgrounds. It's a joining of hands and hearts to access God's practical, empowering truths for our life today. Between the two of us, our individual life experiences have brought us to a place where we've seen the need for a book like this one. I'm originally from Australia, but for the last 10 years I've traveled as a Christian music writer and performer, so I've had lots of opportunities to meet women from all over the world. I, like so many of the women I've met, love being a woman. The mix of femininity, a caring and nurturing spirit, strength and sensitivity we are naturally gifted with is a joyful thing for me. Though I'm fulfilling many of my life goals now, I love dreaming about my future husband and how it will feel to be protected and treasured by him. I imagine one day being a mother and teaching my own kids the lessons I've learned through my adventurous life and my role as the oldest of seven children. I love being a woman too, but having lived nearly twice the number of years as Rebecca, I see my Sheenus through slightly different eyes. And I've realized that life doesn't always turn out as we hoped it would. 
I did find and marry my Prince Charming. Sir David is his name, but not until I had put in more than fourteen years as a single mom. Through my work as author and editor of Focus on the Family Single Parent Family Magazine, I heard from women from nearly every continent about their struggles, concerns, and the things that kept them from celebrating life to the fullest. I found myself constantly amazed at the different stories that all echoed a common search for our identity as women, our spirituality, and an overall balance in life. She refers to a woman. Uniquely and wonderfully made, not only are we distinctly different from men, but every woman is an original and unlike any other female in history. Our differences are something to celebrate, and something that we, as the authors, have enjoyed while writing this book. Linda is married. I am single. I look forward to having children, while Linda looks forward to the patter of grandchildren's feet. I deal with PMS and Linda deals with hot flashes. Neither of us has heard of the music the other listens to. I go to sleep at night a few hours before Linda gets up each morning. Yet we're both modern women, just like you, trying to find balance and joy and purpose in life. Our differences represent the brilliant mosaic of womanhood. Our lives join at the depth of our common passion to be safe, healthy, and empowered shes. Who live each day to the fullest, and help set the pace for future generations of women. Sheedam. Now that you know a bit about us, let's get back to the question: Who is she? On a field trip to a large bookstore chain, we discovered that some of the most popular books and magazines for women reflect the stressed-out, hurting, searching feelings of our time. Many magazine titles, such as Glamour, Self, More. Black Book and Millionaire appeal to our culture's self-centeredness, and books addressing our never-ending desire for self-improvement have become bestsellers. For example, Dr. Phil McGraw's Self Matters: Creating Your Life from the Inside Out. Excuse me, your life is waiting. The astonishing power of feelings by Lynn Grabhorn. The common theme that struck us most, however. Was the many titles we saw that addressed the failure of the feminist movement and the overwhelming load that we have convinced ourselves that we need to carry? Talk magazine featured an article entitled "Love, Sex, Family, and Career." It was all supposed to be so easy for the modern woman. We found editor and compiler Kathy Hanauer particularly intriguing, as she emphasized the common theme of dissatisfaction. She writes. Women today have more choices than any time in history, yet many smart, ambitious, contemporary women are finding themselves angry, dissatisfied, and stressed out. She quotes Kristen Van Ogtrop in the same book. Here are a few things people have said about me at the office. You're unflappable. Are you ever in a bad mood? Now here are the things people, okay, the members of my family have said about me at home. Mommy is always grumpy. Why are you so tense? You're too mean to live in this house, and I want you to go back to work for the rest of your life. Danielle Crittenden, founder and editor of the Women's Quarterly magazine, authored a best-selling book called "What Our Mothers Didn't Tell Us: Why Happiness Eludes the Modern Woman." Crittenden writes: Talk to women under 40 today, and you will hear that, in spite of the fact that they have achieved goals previous generations of women could only dream of, 
they nonetheless feel more confused and more insecure than ever. This author goes on to examine big topics in the life of a woman, sex, marriage, motherhood, work, aging and politics. She argues that a generation of women has been misled, taught to blame men and pursue independence at all costs. Happiness is obtainable, Crittenden says, but only if women will free their minds from outdated feminist attitudes. Unfortunately, Christian women haven't fared much better. In fact, Christian women can struggle even more with depression and anxiety than women who don't know God. Not only do we experience the heavy demands of family work and self that all women face, but on top of this, many of us feel that we can't show our weakness or confusion. A Christian woman surely should not feel overwhelmed, angry, and at times gasp, bitter. As a result, we heap guilt and shame on ourselves and our discouragement grows. Recently, I attended the graduation of a friend who had finished an in-depth biblical healing course through a well-known ministry. As I watched the graduation unfold, I couldn't help but pick up on the untouchable aura surrounding the ministry's female president. Here was a woman who epitomized the successful modern female. She had a flourishing worldwide ministry. She was trim and toned. She was a confident leader. But instead of being impressed by her accomplishments and leadership, I left the ceremony feeling sorry for her. She exuded a hard, overly independent, I-can-do-it-all air about her that seemed to push me away. I felt that deep inside her tough shell was a sensitive, insecure woman who had been lost in the midst of being strong for everyone else. We all battle this tendency toward cultural hardness in a world where Satan's lies about womanhood run rampant. When we look around us, we see the turmoil in the eyes of women everywhere. Somewhere.